The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not. But afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered, The first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good afternoon. We're going to depend on the words of our Lord to, to warm us up today. To warm us up. Those are hot words that he gave to the to the elders and the, uh, and the priests that he was talking to. It's a very warm gospel, as last week's was, as next week's will be as well, as he, as he addresses them. Friends, one of the most convicting and painful moments I've ever experienced happened uh, one time, a long, long time ago, when the father of a young woman I was... I was quite madly in love with, um, pulled me aside at a family gathering, and he said this. He said this. He said, son, you're a, you're, a, you're a fine young man, but I have to tell you this. I don't think your do-so matches your say-so. I don't think your do-so matches your say-so. He was saying, you talk a good line, but your life doesn't back it up. You know, it's never an easy thing to be, to be called out for not being authentic, uh, especially when it's true. Uh, not easy to do the calling out either, as it turns out. But, uh, but Jesus' confrontation with the chief priests and the elders in today's reading is kind of a, is a similar calling out, and for the same reason. He's telling them, you're not what you pretend to be. You say yes, but you don't mean it. The readings from Ezekiel and Matthew are making kind of a, a, a similar point, and it's this. There are virtuous people who forsake the road of virtue, and there are those who don't seem to be virtuous at all who somehow manage to forsake that road and become uh, virtuous. And, and, and find themselves on the road to grace. And you can see which road they're on, and we can see what, what road we're on by what they do and what, and what we do, right? Actions speak louder than words. 
Jesus asked the priests and the elders about, and, uh, about the people in his parable, which one of these sons did the, did the will of the Father? And that's a good question for us to take into our souls today. Are we doing the will of the Father? Our actions will provide the answer to that. Which road are we on? Which road am I on? It's a a startling thing to see Jesus tell priests and elders that the most scandalous sinners are entering the kingdom of God before they are. Tax collectors, prostitutes, ahead of the priests and elders? Think about that for, for for just a moment. Let that sink in. What had these sinners done to put them in that position? They'd been invited to work in the vineyard and, and they had said no, and they lived, a, they lived their own lives however they wanted to, to do that without any kind of reference to, to God or any kind of relationship with our Lord. They just said no. But just like the young man in the parable had a real change of heart, so did they. They, they had this moment where they had a change of heart. And it's the testimony of, of countless souls who have received the mercy of the Lord, that they had rejected him and deliberately lived lives that were not pleasing to him, or where he was irrelevant to them. But then they had a change of heart, and they began to say yes, and life changed. It begins a new life. That moment begins a new life. The religious professionals, uh, on the other hand, were trying to maintain this, maintain this illusion of, of, of holiness. They had received that invitation and said, oh yes, I'll go, I'll work in the vineyard, I'll, I'll do that, I'll live like that. And then they went their own way. They'd substituted a, a life of, of uh, religious practice for a life of faith. Those two things sometimes, uh, sometimes work that way. They didn't have that metanoia moment. They didn't have, metanoia is a word that means a change of heart. Entering into a, entering into a life of, of continual conversion. Getting on that path with, with our Lord. In practice, they refused the invitation of mercy and of grace. No matter what their words said, in practice, they had denied it. So it seems like you and I are on a road to, on a road to conversion, in the process of conversion, one way or the other. It's just a matter of which direction. We're either walking to the vineyard and working out that life of faith and working out that life of grace in relationship with our Lord and pursuing Him, or we're walking away. It doesn't matter how we're talking. It matters how we're walking. It doesn't matter what we say, it's what we do. What road are we on today? Now, the religious professionals had many advantages when it comes to this matter of faith. Let's, let's face it, they had many advantages. St. Paul is, is obsessed, in fact, in all, in all of his writings with the idea that, that there were many, many advantages to his, uh, to his upbringing as a, as a Pharisee. They had their miracles, they had wisdom, they had the oracles, they had the law, all of these things. And Jesus tells them they missed the important thing. And in all of that, they missed the important thing. They missed that metanoia moment, that that moment of, of conversion.
They'd all had, they'd had all the advantages. They gladly accepted them, and they said, they said yes to the invitation to work in the vineyard, and then it didn't happen. They didn't go. Now, that should concern us. That example should concern us as uh, Catholic people because in the, in the Christian world of 2023, we have great advantages. We have the sacraments. We have a history of great saints. We have a history of great literature. We have a, a great presence in this world for goodness. There is no, there is no, uh, no, no comparison between what the Catholic Church has done for charity in the, course of its, in the course of its life. There really isn't even a close second. Good works are there. But there's always the possibility that we become satisfied with that. And that in thinking that we have all of those things, that they're, that, that they're enough. You know, we begin by baptism, and we have uh, confirmation and, and Eucharist. But there has to be something... There has to be something that activates all of that so that it brings us to the point where Jesus is the very center of our lives, so that he becomes not just a voice in our souls, but he becomes the voice in our souls. He's not, he's, he doesn't become the Lord. He becomes my Lord. When Jesus asks which of the sons did the, did the father's will? The father's will begins whatever the particulars are, and I think we, we, all have, uh, we all have something that we're called to do, that God has given us certain things to do. But the first thing is our conversion. The first thing is to enter into that, into that life of continual conversion in the life of God. And when you ponder in your soul what the will of God might be for your life, and I'll bet everyone here has done that, Whatever else it might contain, it begins with conversion. And this parable, along with the parable last week and the parable next week, these three huge readings from, from Matthew are wonderful readings. They're very, very strong, and they're very challenging. But they really bring that home. And he asked that very important question. Are you on the road to the vineyard? Or are, on, are you on the road drifting away from it. Friends, we are beloved. All, every one of us here is, is God's beloved child. We all are. Jesus begins this parable by saying, a man had two sons. He loved both sons. He loved both of them. He loves them both. He wants the best for both, and he reaches out to both to labor in his vineyard to build the kingdom, not only in their words and their actions, but in their souls. And it's his love that invites us every moment of every day to take that next step on, on the road, to take that next step, whatever that, uh, whatever that might be, and to begin to live out that life of continual conversion because that's the road where he is. That's where we'll find him. That's where we will find him when he becomes our Lord, not just the Lord. There are many distractions in this life and temptations to lead us away from him. But each one of those temptations and each one of those distractions, friends, that's a a moment of conversion. That's a possible moment of conversion. That's a moment when we can say yes to God and continue our journey to the vineyard, to continue to build the, the, the kingdom.
and in our own way to, to make our do-so match our say-so. Amen?